You just heard Tom Payne's Bones by The Trials of Cato. You know we love a good history-based song here on Paranormal Punk, and this one is even weirder for its references to the history of what actually happened to Tom Payne's Bones. Tom Payne's Bones were, in fact, exhumed by an enemy-turned-admirer a decade after Payne's death. The exhumer, William Cobbett, had at one point written a malicious biography of Payne and it had published pamphlets and a weekly newspaper under a pseudonym um, where he denounced Payne and democracy. However, in his later years, Cobbett became disillusioned with supporters of the monarchy, and he became dismayed that Payne had not been given the recognition he deserved. Um, at that point, Payne wasn't very popular because he had negative views on organized religion. So Cobbett took it upon himself to unilaterally decide to exhume Payne and move his bones to England. He shipped the bones from America to England in a merchandise crate, where he became the laughingstock of England. England was not a fan of the crate of bones. He tried to raise funds for a grand burial for Payne, but shockingly, Thomas Payne wasn't very popular in England. And when Cobbett died, the Lord Chancellor refused to consider the Bones part of the Cobbett estate, so the Bones changed hands many times, and over the years, people in four countries claimed to have some of Payne's Bones. So that's a weird story, but not the only one I have for you today. I have another story about relocating Bones, or at least attempted relocation of Bones, relocation being a euphemism. In April 1976, there was a conspiracy to steal Lincoln's body. Lincoln was buried in Oak Ridge Cemetery, a rural cemetery in Springfield, Illinois, following the National Mourning Tour by train. There wasn't really any concern that someone would try and steal Lincoln, so his body was protected by a single padlock in the tomb's door. Enter the conspiracy of counterfeiters. Uh, Jack Hughes was one of the people behind this, he was a master counterfeiter made known for making purchases with only single counterfeit bills, so no evidence of counterfeiting multiple bills could be tied to him. However, this had caught up to him by 1874. At the time he joined this conspiracy, he had been arrested and jumped bail, and so was on the run from the Chicago police force. Uh, Jack Hughes met James Kinley, also known as Big Jim. Big Jim had already served time for counterfeiting, um, which to be fair was true of a lot of people. At the time, um, he was on the run from the Secret Service, which had just been formed in 1865, trying to tamp down on counterfeit money. At that time, it was estimated that fully half of the bills circulating in the U.S. were fake. So that's what the Secret Service was doing at that time. Um, these counterfeiters relied on a, dis on a distribution network um, where there was a linchpin wholesale bill paper distributor. But that guy had been arrested and was in prison. And so... This was a big problem for people in the counterfeit industry. So they came up with a plan. They would steal Lincoln's body and hold the corpse for ransom in exchange for this wholesaler's freedom and a cash bonus for the conspiracy ring. Um, so the two of them and some other people they looped in made a plan to steal the body on the election night of 1876. But due to indiscretions and in planning the scheme in a crowded bar, um, the Lincoln family and the Secret Service had already been tipped off, and they had hired detectives from the Pinkerton National Detective Agency to head off the grave robbers. The detectives and the Secret Service assembled a group to catch the grave robbers in the act, where began the comedy of errors. From the start, the grave robbers' plan went poorly. They tried to pick the padlock and failed to do that, so they used a saw, which broke, and so they painstakingly went at the lock with a small file. They managed to get into the tomb and slide the coffin partway out when the, a detective's gun went off accidentally, tipping the grave robbers off. The grave robbers start to hurry out with, this, with Lincoln's body in a coffin. Um, meanwhile, the detective rushes into the tomb to find the grave robbers had slipped out already. The detective's law enforcement 
partners hear this commotion and ask if the detective is there. The detective doesn't answer, thinking the grave robbers are going to recognize his voice. So in the chaos, the law enforcement coalition began shooting at each other. The Secret Service began shooting at the detectives. Um, The grave robbers flee this gunfight. Um, They chuck Lincoln in an open burial vault elsewhere in the cemetery they'd prepared. And they try and slip out before they're caught. So Lincoln's body is left in a just an empty vault in the cemetery. The Secret Service is fully embarrassed that it prepared an ambush and ended up with a gunfight with itself. Uh, warrants eventually went out for the grave robbers, uh, several of which were caught. But since there was no grave robbing charge, um, several of them served a year of prison for the crime of attempting to steal a coffin from the Cemetery Association. Uh, Big Jim Kennelly, <laughs> the mastermind behind all of this, eventually ended up in prison once again for counterfeiting years later. This time in the same prison as his wholesaler friend who had started this whole caper to spring from prison. And this led to Lincoln being reburied in a cage 10 feet deep and cased in concrete. And, funnily enough, this was the start of the Secret Service. This was the first time the Secret Service started protecting a president. Before that, Secret Service had exclusively focused on uh, counterfeit crimes. And they would become more focused on protecting the president when... President McKinley was assassinated in 1901. On that weird note, we'll return to more music. Up next, The Spine by Darren Korb. Thank you for tuning in to Paranormal Punk on 91.9 Woes Accused, streaming live from Smith College. <laughs> 